Love is amazing, but it's also bullshit, and it might also get you murdered. Okay, uh, welcome to another episode. Is love is amazing, but it's also bullshit, and it could get you murdered. Uh, we're happy that uh, everyone's here today. Uh, let me introduce some people. Oh, first off, I uh, just want to plug a uh, quick shop in Jersey City called Beautyland, where you could get wigs. You know, for a good price, if you happen to accidentally murder anybody and you need to leave a country, they would be a good place to go first. Sometimes you need some wigs, man. Exactly, exactly. So, with me, as always, is Nick Luna. Hey, hey, hey. And uh, today, our special guest is a man named Jack White. Hello. Thank you all so much for having me. Um, I'm a big fan of the podcast. uh... Well, well, to be fair, you are a friend of the podcast, the whole sketch series in general. Like, you know, he's been featured in many of our sketches. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big friend of the person who does the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of have to like the podcast. Um, No, I'm super excited to be here, guys. Um, So, like, y'all are ex brothers in law. Oh, yeah, that's very much correct. Yeah, and I was thinking that's so fucking cool because, like, there is a potential. For an episode of this exact podcast yeah, we totally- in y'all's family <laughs> dynamic. And that is fucking meta, and I love it. I'm we to- super yeah. happy to be here. The backstory between me and Nick is totally something we would talk about in, <laughs> in one of the episodes where one of us gets murdered. So, I mean, and I wouldn't, you know, like, I, I like to think of myself as not a monster, but how do you know? Well, look, if something suspicious happens to one of y'all... I'll be sure to uh, carry the podcast on. <laughs> uh, no, I think <laughs> I think we can all agree if either me or Nick dies, the podcast dies with us. <laughs> right, deal. Okay, so today we're talking about the murder of Sylvie Cachet. She was murdered on December 9th, 2010. She was 33 years old at the time, and she was murdered in the very famous Soho House. Fancy. Hotel. A little bit about Sylvia. Sylvie. I'm gonna Sylvie. Fuck that. I'm gonna, Sylvie. I'm going to fuck that up a couple times. But anyway, Sylvie was a swimsuit designer. She had an uh, intern for Tommy Hilfiger. She worked for Victoria's Secret. Mark right. Jacobs. Mark and Jacobs. Mark Jacobs, yeah. who I don't know who that is. He's a designer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Makes clothes for All people. Right. She ended up uh, launching her own swimsuit company called Sila. S-Y-L-A. And uh, which they happened to feature in Sports Illustrated. Uh, she grew up in Virginia. Her parents were immigrated from Peru, mm-hmm. which is in, um, you know, Africa. South America. What a- <laughs> <laughs> I knew that. And she was also a member at the Soho House. Now, the Soho House is a pretty swanky place, Yeah, right? Jack, Jack, what do you think about the Soho House? Well, I Yes, think... what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, in my expert opinion, as someone that's uh, never been or been invited to the Soho House, as a new New Yorker, I'm amongst the, the masses that know it from uh, the episode of Sex in the City, mm-hmm. where, you know, Samantha couldn't get invited to the pool. And if, you know, Samantha couldn't get invited to the pool, then... I would have no shot of getting invited to the pool. So, uh, you know, I see it as this um, kind of exclusive... Upper echelon. Upper echelon social periphery in New York that uh, I'm not quite uh, involved with. Uh, Like people in, like, fashion and film. Exactly. They are regulars there. All that status. Yeah. Uh, Sex and City. 
never saw it, but <laughs> I do know all the ladies in it, and they were attractive old ladies, especially Samantha. I thought she was super hot. And did you know the um, the redheaded one is 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 actually trying to be governor of New York? Yeah, Cynthia Nixon. Is yeah, about I, I, I didn't know that. But yeah. that's amazing. She yeah, she has a beef with like the, our education system. Apparently, New York is fucking up in that area. So, <laughs> okay, so uh, in 2008, she was engaged to this guy named Ben Barker, who was also or Ben Baker, Ben Baker, Ben Baker, yes, ben Baker yes, 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 who also happened to be the um, her photographer. And she dated this guy. He seemed like a really, like, super nice guy. But in 2008, the fucking bottom dropped out, right? The big short happened. Yeah. We got big shorted, We got big shorted. And the swimsuit design industry was left in shambles. Apparently. And so was uh, Ben Baker. Yes. Which, by the way, you know, I felt like, you know, he was a pretty cute, like, Aussie-type dude. I, yeah, I imagine he probably didn't have... uh, You keep on saying Aussie, but I I don't remember that... Yeah. He, he was Australian, I he think. He was? I think so. That was the accent I caught. Okay. Um, I don't know. He could have been yeah. South African. You yeah, go. Oh, he could have been <laughs> South African. You're or New Zealand. <laughs> okay, sure. He uh, been, he I'm been, painting with a broad brush here. <laughs> he, 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 he could have been Kiwi. I mean, and those Australians. Uh, nice guys. Nice guys. They're super nice guys. Unless they're not. Yeah, I right. remember I saw this one movie. It was called Snowtown Murders about like a... Uh, serial killer in Australia that they would kill people and they would put them in buckets. Uh, but that's neither here or there. So she ended up dumping this guy who, who was like a, a really sweet guy, but she had to concentrate on her business. She really wanted to stay Swim, focused. Yeah, her swimsuit empire. In the summer of 2010, she met Nick. Uh, not me. Not, not Nick. Not Nick on the podcast. Nick Brooks. Nicholas Brooks. The first date they went on... Uh, one of her toy poodles got run over by a car. Uh, Pepper. 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 Yes. Yes. And uh, like Nick was there for Sylvie, he comforted her, and that kind of like clinched the deal. Which makes me wonder: um, maybe I've been doing fucking Tinder dates wrong, right? Like <laughs> find out if they have a dog, and then hire Nick to murder them. Not Nick you know? Brooks, but Nick Luna. Nick Luna, yeah. <laughs> because Nick is the sick fuck that would do something like that. But, Nick hates dogs, by the and, way. By the way, that's not true. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that picture of uh, like Pepper and the other dog like in the front basket of the bicycle, and they have like little road goggles. Stop on. lying! Oh Nick. my but, god! But like, can we talk about how like um, <laughs> how foreshadowing this is for their entire relationship? You know, <laughs> like this guy Nick Brooks. <laughs> was such a sick fuck. Who's to say that he didn't like kick Pepper in front of like the car or something? You know, well, yeah, to, we don't know. You know. We don't know. To use it as like leverage to, to be there for her. I don't. I don't think he kicked Pepper. Yeah, it, I don't think he was think, mentally I, capable. I think of that. it was too high to kick Pepper. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't have the eye hand coordination required to kick a fast moving small dog. And that's my expert opinion. And I'm still with <laughs> it. Because uh, let me tell you something. I know a thing or two about kicking dogs, mainly from Nick Luna, who (laughs) hosts this show. Uh, But let's talk about Nicholas Brooks. Okay. So Nicholas Brooks is the son of a man named Joseph Brooks, Hmm. who was a real fucking scumbag. Oh, you don't say? Yeah. 
Uh, Nick, would you like to talk about what a douchebag this guy was? Yeah, he was kind of a douche. Okay, well... Lay it on me, though, Aaron. You you can elaborate a little bit. All right, okay. Yeah, you got the sweet deets, but go back into who he was exactly. All right, so Joseph Brooks was a... uh, He made his fortune writing jingles. Mm -hmm. Pepsi... Uh, I only remember it, it, Pepsi. It, it, he the, did Pepsi, Maxwell House. Maxwell House. Maxwell House, Maxwell House, Maxwell House was, was like, yeah, yeah, his big famous uh, one. His big Last to the last drop. Yeah, best yeah. to the last yeah. drop. Um, and Ray Charles sung that. Yeah. So the Maxwell House was uh, kicking it hard back then. Um, as far as like the army, be all you could be, I don't think he wrote that one. But that's my favorite jingle. And I just <laughs> wanted to say that. He also won an Oscar. He created a fucking movie. He created movies. Yeah, he like wrote a movie, and it was um, there was a song in the movie that won him an Oscar. I mean, I think the movie was crap, but the song was good. And and the movie was about jingle writers, so he wasn't like straying so far from like what he knew. Yeah, so the guy could write, but he could only write what he knew. Yeah, like (laughs) you know, the the guy couldn't write about like unicorns or like fucking Middle (laughs) Earth. He couldn't write about you know Stephen King and like. Uh, the gunslinger and all that shit. Yep. If, if you if you were a jingle writer, he had that story down packed. He was your champion. Yes. <laughs> well, the only reason this guy could like only write about himself and his own experience is because he had no fucking empathy. This guy was a total fucking psychopath. Well, wait, Aaron. Why was he a psychopath? Why was he a psychopath? Yeah, oh. lay it on me. <laughs> Joseph Brooks? Yeah. This is back to the nature-nurture deal. If we were talking about how Nicholas was a psychopath, sure. we could talk intelligently about that because he was a psychopath because he was raised by Joseph Brooks, who also happened to be a sociopath. He you know, raped a lot of women and all types of well, stuff like that. What he'd do is he would uh, post advertisements on Craigslist and um, get these young actresses over to his like Upper West Side apartment to come audition for him. Then he would rape them. He was like uh, the Harvey Weinstein before Harvey Weinstein. Was <laughs> yeah, he was the Harvey Weinstein of yeah. jingle yeah. writers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we, we sound like a, a bunch of like hipsters into like date <laughs> rape. Like I was into like Joseph Brooks before Joseph Brooks was popular. <laughs> like, I was into Joseph Brooks before uh, I knew about Harvey Weinstein. You know, before everyone was like, "Ooh, Harvey Weinstein!" Like I knew about him already. <laughs> what are you a, uh, a fucking? Sexual assault hipster. We are in Brooklyn, though, so... Uh, yeah, so he did a bunch of other stuff. Like, uh, apparently he had two kids. He had Nicholas, and also this uh, girl named Amanda. Amanda was older than Nicholas. And uh, Joseph ended up marrying a Playboy bunny, and that's who he had the kids with. And the kids ended up uh, living with their mom in London. And then they went back for a trip... To see their father, Joseph Brooks. And Joseph Brooks uh, wouldn't let him go back to England. He actually kidnapped his own kids. Whoa. Yeah. Amanda, the girl, she actually made it back to her mom in London. She was already a teenager by then. I think she was like 12 or something. Yeah, something to the effect of that. Yeah, she was like, she was old enough to kind of like make her own decisions, sort of. So she went back to her mom in England. But Nick... Stayed with her dad. What ended up happening was uh, Joseph Brooks ended up totally disowning Amanda. He he was like, you're not my daughter anymore. You're not going to get anything from me. And what he said to Nick essentially was, if 
you actually contact your mom or your sister, you are cut off from all my money. And he was giving this kid everything. He was sending him to boarding schools. He would buy prostitutes. Well, he, well, and he also like set him up while he was in his boarding school, like in high school. He set him up in his like own apartment, and Nick Brooks would have all like these crazy parties and stuff. And he was like the party boy. But like, yeah, it was always dangled in front of his face that his father would disown him. And like, you know what he was like? He was like Philip Seymour Hoffman in a scent of a woman. Or he was like <laughs> Ryan Phillippe. And Cruel Intentions. Yes. Yeah, yes. just watched that last night. <laughs> or he was like the douchebag in Can't Hardly Wait that dumps mm. Amanda. Yeah, yeah. Well, set, I mean, we don't three? know though. No, 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 no. no. The, the, uh, the football player. Uh, guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Not, not the dude with the Kama Sutra book. Yeah, the Seth Green character, he was loving and endearing and he like caught back up with his old friend and then they like really kicked it off. Or he was uh, like stifler, but less rapey. Or more rapey, I I should say. Yeah, I guess stifler is like a pretty rapey character in general. We're thinking the American Pie series, Aaron. Stifler's fine. Stifler's (laughs) fine. What what are you talking about? Stifler's fine. Stifler (laughs) never like forced himself on it. He was just a fun-loving dude. Uh, Are are we watching the same American Pie movies? (laughs) Uh, have you seen not. the whole canon? He was a, he, he was just a jester. <laughs> okay. In defense of Stifler. <laughs> Hashtag in defense of Stifler. Here's the defense. <laughs> and, and me and you, Jack, we're on the other side Look, of it. On a scale of Ryan Phillippe and Cruel Intentions to Stifler, where does Nick Brooks rank? Well, well, well Ryan Phillippe discovered love. Yeah, and Ryan Phillippe also didn't rape. You're putting rape into all these characters' story arc, and it's just not true. Wait, what, what are you doing, man? It's like, let's section the rape to the rapist. All right. All right. My apologies. Yeah, and, to Ryan and, Ryan, and Ryan Phillippe never raped anyone in that movie. Maybe like uh, Patrick Bateman type person? <laughs> yes, Whoa. possibly. Patrick yeah. Bateman meets Stifler. Yeah. 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 I, I, I can get down with that. There we go. Oh. Well, anyway, uh, the, <laughs> back no, on the rails. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the guy was no good. So basically, Sylvia met this dude in the summer of 2010. Uh, Sylvia's doing great. Nick is just partying. I think, like, uh, so his father's dead by then. Did we talk about that yet? No, no. I don't think we did touch on the fact oh, yeah. of when his father was leading up to trial. So essentially, what happened was uh, his father wrote all these uh, Craigslist ads and he would get girls to come to his Upper West Side apartment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he would essentially rape them. When he he would, was like, yeah, it would be under the guise of auditioning for a part and then he would rape them. He, uh, he ended up getting convicted of rape and um, while... Awa- yeah, it was like 27 counts or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And while awaiting, um, while awaiting the sentencing, mm-hmm. he, um, he killed himself. How did he kill himself? Well, so what he did was he filled a bag up with helium Mm -hmm. and, I guess, suffocated himself with helium? You could do that. How does that even work? Well, Well, I'm I'm not exactly sure how that works. However, um, I imagine that it probably went a little something like this. Oh my god! Fuck my life! I just want to fucking die! Ah! 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 
All right, cool. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, Jack White essentially sucked up the helium and then put a bag over his head. And uh, that was interesting. Yeah. That's just kind of how I thought. How you thought it was going to go down? I should yeah. have gotten a picture of that. I think, though, <laughs> that he was... I have another balloon. <laughs> well, I oh. got it. I want to... I think. You want to try? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do. I do, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you should give it a shot. You got to You like, bite a hole in it. He's working on it. You're not getting enough helium, dog. Hey, what's up? <laughs> oh! Uh, wait, wait. Oh, shit. Leave that all there. Uh, whatever. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have a lot of uh, laughs around here. <laughs> hey. It's, uh, that is funny that, like, well, I don't think, I don't <laughs> Your think. Your voice is still doing it. <laughs> I know. My voice has always been, like, super weird, but, like, now it's, like, super duper weird. <laughs> I don't think Joseph Brooks would have said fuck that much because he was a sociopath, right? And a jingle writer. And, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, so maybe it, it was, probably like, would have been more melodic. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, I fucked up my life. Now I'm going <laughs> to eat helium and kill myself. do 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 by the way, isn't that such a fucking unique way to try and kill yourself? I've never heard of anything I've like that. I've never heard of that. Ever. I've heard of it once, and that's only because I'm a fan of Doug Stanhope, and he has a joke about it. He has a joke about somebody that listened to, who was a big fan of his, and actually killed himself with helium, and he has a great joke. Like, what are you, a clown? Like, you know, <laughs> you're going to dive with, like, huge oversized shoes on your feet and, like, a fucking flower that squirts water at people. Goodbye, cruel world! Anyway, I, I think that's the way the joke went. But, um. So his father died. His father. <laughs> I think that's how we should kill prisoners in the United States. It would be way better than lethal injection. They'd at least be a bit more lighthearted, more humane, lightheaded, yeah. too. Yeah. And, hey, and haven't you always wanted to combine an execution with your uh, six year old son's birthday? <laughs> All right. It's a family affair. All right, so. Let's talk about the night of December 9th, 2010. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to talk about what what you see on the cameras first. Okay. Sylvie checked in with Nick, Nick Brooks, after midnight. What the police ended up putting together is that Nick came in and left Sylvie's room several times. At 1245, 1247, 1257, 105. And uh, Nick is seen... seen the hallways uh in between these times he's pacing up and down he's biting his nails mm-hmm. he looked very nervous at 106 he went down to the restaurant uh to get something to eat but there was testimony that he actually hardly touched his food and he was just basically drinking like a fish and um on 218 he left sylvia's room for the last time 218 remember 218, 218. Mm-hmm. uh he then Went out with a jazz musician where they did... Uh, Wait, whom he just met in the lobby? They struck up a friendship. It, okay, yeah, they struck up a friendship. Him and this jazz musician. Because, uh, you know, he's, he's such a big fan of jazz, I, I guess. <laughs> like any 23-year-old person I mean, in I f- Soho. I feel like saying this, I feel like... Uh, 
censors uh, back in the 1920s is like, ah, jazz and weed will lead to, <laughs> you know, the fucking, uh, who knows? But, uh, like, Reefer Madness. Was Reefer Madness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> name. But yeah, so they end up hopping in a cab, going to some bar and doing blow mm-hmm. and drinking in the village somewhere to like five in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, who doesn't? Okay, so <laughs> what ends up happening is the body of uh, Sylvie Cachet was found at 2.30, floating in a bathtub by the night manager. What happened was there was complaints of a water leak. People came, they found their body. Found uh, Sylvie's, Sylvie's body. body. Sylvie's body. They really wanted to talk to Nick, but couldn't find him. They couldn't find him anywhere. Now, <laughs> when they found her in the, in the tub, was she wearing one of her swimsuits? Oh. Ooh. No. No. Oh. She was not. <laughs> <laughs> no. She was wearing a... <laughs> she was wearing a black turtleneck and a pair of panties. And she was also... Uh, had a watch on. What kind of watch was it, though? I don't know. It was a Rolex. Nice. Who would wear that to the tub? I don't know. But I also never stayed at the Soho house. So it's like, <laughs> maybe that's a rule, you know? <laughs> If you're macking on that level, you're like, you know what? Fuck it. You know? <laughs> I I need to take a bath, but I also need to know what time it is always. <laughs> they found the body. Uh, police were called. They really wanted to talk to Nick. They really wanted to talk to Nick, but nobody could find Nick. Uh, and Nick finally showed up at 5.30 in the morning. He came in. He was clearly inebriated. Inebriated? Inebriated. Yep. Um, inebriated. inebriated inebriated what happens was the cops you know approached Nick or somebody approached Nick and was like hey remember your girlfriend she's murdered <laughs> and uh, apparently well no they told him that uh, Nick's girlfriend was like they told him what happened to Sylvie and Nick's expression was apparently flat like he showed no emotion which is um, you know one of those things that cops ne- tend to notice uh, Especially the cops on this special that we watched. He appeared to be inebriated. His eyes were bloodshot and he smelled of alcohol. Sort of slurred his words. Nick was taken into custody. Uh, he tried to go over his statement, except Nick was so fucked up that nobody could understand what he was saying. We placed him in the interview room and he basically really couldn't hold the conversation with us. I said, it's late. I said, why don't you take a rest? And he just laid his head down and went to sleep. So one of the cops suggested that he, he take takes a, a disco nap. nap. Yeah, it takes a disco nap. Yeah. And it, it, which, by the way, I've never heard that term, but I guess I'm too young. I smell sex and candy here with me. Wasn't that a band with um, the name Disco in it? I don't know. No, that was Marcy's Playground. Marcy's Playground. I could have sworn to God there was a disco thing in that in the name of this what's the song's name sex and candy whatever (laughs) whatever nick oh by the way uh nick is not a licensed therapist in any way just so you guys know yeah that's valid yeah everyone needs to know that i was right i was listening to a a better podcast than ours (laughs) and uh one, one of the things i learned about people that actually do well at this when they're about to say a statement they say uh oh but by the way uh i'm not a licensed psychologist of any type i've just done a ton of research 
Um, <laughs> so I thought I would do it with Nick. But then I remembered that uh, no one would even think for a second that we were a licensed anything. <laughs> especially a psychologist. <laughs> so uh, my bad, you guys. Let's uh, talk about Nick's statement to the cops. Uh, Nick's statement to the cops was he basically came over to Sylvie's apartment. They had sex. He lit some candles. I think he lit the candles before the sex. He took a shower. When he came out of the shower, Sylvie's bed was on fire and Sylvie was still asleep. He saved Sylvie, essentially. They left for the Soho House Hotel. Sylvie was pilled out and stumbling all over the place. And there's footage of this. Yeah. And then uh, when they got to the room, Sylvie said that she was going to take a bath. Nick decided he wanted to get something to eat, so he did that. When he came back up to the room, Nick was sleeping. Sylvie was sleeping. Sylvie was sleeping. Nick kind of woke her up to tell her that he was going back out. Then he went back out and he said that's the last time he saw Sylvie. His explanation for all of this was uh, basically Sylvie was so pilled out and he actually wrote that i know you can't see me but i'm doing finger quotes right now but he she was so pilled out that she uh basically drowned in the tub after rough sex one of my favorite parts of this whole 48 hours documentary was um originally nick didn't describe the sex as rough and there's a quote from nick's lawyer when um he's talking about why he never told the police originally that it was rough sex. He says, uh, Nick was asked what happened that evening and he described having sex with Sylvie. Typically, if one is asked, did you have sex? They're not gonna necessarily describe the nature of the sex, how they had sex. I mean, I guess it's possible, but it's not typical. <laughs> we had sex. That lawyer did not have a Southern accent. He might have. I don't know. I I think he had a little Rex Tillerson in him personally. (laughs) But, I mean, that's a valid point, though. Yeah. It's like, if somebody was like, uh, did you have sex with your girlfriend, I would be like, well, I mean, I I guess it depends on who asked. Like, would you describe your sexual encounters to us differently than you would to the cops? Well, uh, yes, I would. To the cops, they would be like, hey, did you have sex? And I was like, Dude, I fucking pounded that shit so hard. But to Nick, I would be like, oh, I don't think so. Yes. I'm just kidding. Other way around. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no, no. What would end up happening is, uh, yes, I would describe it differently. And if you're talking to the cops and they ask you about sex, you're going to be very technical. You're going to be like, yes, we had intercourse. I, I mean, it, it's a unique situation. It's like when I talk about uh, sex to my therapist. I'm uh. very technical. I'm just like... Da-da-da, da-da-da. And then my penis got hard. (laughs) And once it was all erect, once I had an erect penis, and all the blood flew through to my giant erect penis, I I shoved it. I I totally went into my, my girl's soft wet... Okay, I, oh God. I'm yeah, no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm just like... But that's I, my impression of Nick, talking to his therapist. Yeah, that's basically about how it goes. You use that voice? Yeah, exactly. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. Because I oh, just oh, yeah. made that shit up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you bet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, describe, you describe your sexual encounters as a Canadian yeah, yeah. to your therapist? Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Is your therapist a fucking Mountie? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's a very nice so, lady named Dana. <laughs> so I lubed her up with some maple syrup, eh? <laughs> oh, you betcha. It was hot. <laughs> That's not how Canadians would talk about sex. Basically, what they would do is they would apologize all the time. It'd be basically like, like, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick my dick in you. I'm sorry, I'm sorry about this, but I just have to do it. Wait, I'm sorry about this. <laughs> I'm sorry about what I'm about to have to do to you. Um, so Nick Brooks obviously was not Canadian. No, because he was a horrible, murderous bastard. Back to that. Well, let's not rush to judgment here. Yeah, yeah, because there are more facts on the table, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Spoiler, right, spoiler alert. So, so, <laughs> I made up my fucking mind. So, this guy's a fucking animal. So Nick Stevens gave a statement to the cops basically saying... Um, uh, Nick Brooks. Nick Brooks. Nick Brooks. Nick Brooks had a, uh, basically told the cops, I had sex with Sylvia. She lit her bed on fire. We took him to the Soho house. You know, she passed out. She talked about having a bath. Nothing happened. I left. When I left, she was sleeping. But then there was this employee at the Soho house, and her name was Kristen Stevens. And Kristen Stevens said there was tension between the two. Whoa. She escorted Sylvie up to her room, and Sylvie said, sorry, Sylvie said, <laughs> when Kristen was extor- uh, escorting Stevens. You got this. Yeah, no, it was, all right. <laughs> Was she when Kristen? When Kristen was, I think Nick was extorting her. Well, no, 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 no. Here, Aaron, you got this. Yes, I do. Got it. Everybody, just shut the fuck up. So, uh, when Kristen was escorting Sylvia to her room around twelve thirty-five, Sylvia was apparently saying that she was very angry at Nick, and that Nick basically put uh, candles on the bed. Head? The headboard. Headboard. Mm-hmm. He put the candles on the headboard, and she goes, who would do this? Um, I, I think I would do that. I, yeah, well, <laughs> I, I mean, also, we haven't even touched on this, on their age difference. Yeah, so Nick is 24, Sylvie's tw- 33. He is, like, you know, this young party boy, and she's, like, you know, like, fully in her career. A total career woman with, like, her own property, like, her own place, you know, like, sure. a self-made woman. And one of the great quotes she had um, when she was talking to uh, Kristen Stevens, the, uh, the, 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 the employee, uh, the employee from, the, from the solo house, when she's talking about how he put the candles on the bed, and he burned the entire bed. She mm-hmm. said, uh, the pillows are all that's left of my $3,000 bed. Like, oh, did we the- did we even talk about the bed fire? I mean, there's, there's not much to talk about. A bed caught on fire. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, like only a child would burn down... A $3,000 bed. bed. Yeah. yeah. I beg a differ. <laughs> no, I, I, I think, like, a child and a 24-year-old... Man child, um, man child, we totally party boy. Do I wouldn't put it past me. I really wouldn't. I <laughs> think I could totally light a bed on fire. I'm not speaking very highly of myself right now, but you're no, I, you're no Nicholas Brooks. You yeah. should hold yourself yeah. higher. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I don't think I could ever. Um, I probably would would never date a girl like Sylvie. It just wouldn't happen for me. Uh, you know, it, it could happen, hope. man. <laughs> you think so? Okay. Oh, Kristen Stevens. The employee at the Soho house also said that uh, she came past the room that um, Nick and Sylvie were in, and she heard fighting. I'm hearing yelling, arguing, 
And as I came around the corner, that arguing ceased very abruptly. And this was a little bit later after she escorted her to the room. So she heard fighting and she actually went into the next room and tried to listen in. She listened to the uh, room through the wall and then it was just abruptly silent. Mm-hmm. And uh, she she didn't hear anything, like not even like footprints. Footprints, you can't hear footprints. Foot, <laughs> foot, footsteps. Shuffling. Shuffling, shuffling footsteps, whispering. So she's afraid that she basically heard Sylvie getting drowned. Drowned? Drowned. It's not drowned. Drowned. <laughs> drowned. Drowned. Sylvie getting drowned. Drowned? I think it's drowned. Yeah. I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. Jack White, you went to English school, right? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think the past tense is drown. Drown? She drowned. But did she get drowned? Oh, that's that's above my pay grade. Okay. Okay. Anyway, let's move All right. on. So, let's talk a little bit about the murder scene. So, uh the body was found on uh, December 10th, 2:30 in the morning. At Soho House Hotel. The body was found in the bath. The water was overflowing. Uh, Sylvie was dressed in a black turtleneck and panties. Normal people don't take baths with their clothes on. Um, I feel like only murder victims wear panties and everyone else wears underwear. And then, when, <laughs> and then once you die, they automatically become panties somehow. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> uh, she was wearing panties. She also had her watch on. Uh, which was very weird, you know, how many people are like, uh, I need to take a bath, but I also need to know what time it is all the time. You know, that mm. doesn't happen anywhere. So uh, the detectives also found that very strange. There was a bottle of prescription pills. Mm-hmm. So this idea that like maybe she got like too fucked up and drowned, like there's a little bit of evidence to that well, so, possibly. So let me ask you all this about Sylvie though. Do you think that she partied the way that Nick partied on occasion. I do not think she did at all. Yeah. You know, she was career-minded, and her pills, from what I'm led to believe, were for her uh, fibro- uh, fibromyalgia. So mm. they weren't like sleeping pills. I don't know what the yeah. fuck that is. Honestly, I don't either. Yeah. But <laughs> but whatever, whatever the medication is for that disease, I would like to buy some of her. Do you, though? They're probably expired by now. Who knows? You should hit up Soho House. Yeah. I couldn't get in. Hey, oh. <laughs> like, you ever seen that um, uh, National Lampoon's senior trip? Oh, yeah. Where the, where the guy's like, uh, what is that, heroin? He goes, insulin. And he goes, can I buy some off you? <laughs> that was a great movie. Very underrated. It was a great movie. Um, remember the fat guy? Oh, yeah. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. That's awesome. Eric Edwards. Eric Edwards. He's, Shout out. he's in LA right now. He's uh, He lost a ton of weight. And that's about it. That's just about it. <laughs> I, I went to a mic with him. Like I went to several mics with him. We went to the same mic every Tuesday. And uh, he's a good guy. Uh, back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Okay, back to the murder scene. There was marks on her neck. On Sylvie's neck. And a cut on her... Uh, in her mouth, on her lip. Yeah, on the inside of her lip. So the cut could have been where, like, somebody was holding her mouth and being, you know, just well, she like, could have been, like, biting. Her mouth. Sure, if we want to play devil's advocate. 
Yeah. She <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying like she was like, like, like gasping for like her last breaths and like, you know, her big old teeth were. Big old teeth? <laughs> you think about but... talking the murder about Bugs Bunny or something? <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think the I think Nick was framed by Elmer Fudd. <laughs> I pull your head out of your ass, Jack. I'm just kidding. Uh, big old teeth. All right. <laughs> no, she got a cut in her mouth. So, like, I I think basically what happened. But, so what you're saying is that that he strangled her and then shoved his fucking hand in her mouth. No, that's mm. not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you put someone's hand over someone's mouth like this. You could get cut right here from her from teeth. her teeth. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, well, you didn't have to say big old teeth. Let's not piss on her grave here, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> right? Look, she like, had the kind of money. Let's say she had, for whatever reason, she has some crazy disease where she didn't have any teeth, <laughs> or she had some crazy disease where she she only kept her baby teeth, and the oh, tooth fairy never visited her. <laughs> She's from a wealthy family, and she has her own business. So clearly, one of the first things she probably did with all this money is buy some new teeth. Either way, you you cut it. (laughs) The girl has teeth. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's the name of the episode. The girl has teeth. So they could not find Nick. Uh, he walks in at 5.30 when he is notified of his girlfriend's demise uh his reaction is rather flat which is you know something that detectives look for but hey we all deal with grief in our own way right don't we oh yeah absolutely yeah grief is a mother yeah so i mean that it's in itself i don't think is is real really any evidence but like the whole thing was he he wasn't like grieving at all he was just like blank to it Sure, but when you receive news like that, you know, at, at least in at, my own personal experience... At five in the morning when you're shit-faced yeah, and coked it, out of your skull? When you're real, like, say you're real drunk and you're going back to your hotel room and you find out your girlfriend's been murdered, it's, maybe it doesn't really that's process... That's the fucking worst when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> God damn. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like, who hasn't been in that situation? Um, so, motive. Yes, motive. Someone was stealing from Sylvie. They stole over $30,000 from her. Uh, ATM statements suggest that Nick was making unauthorized deductions. Wait, why? What? What do you mean, why? Yeah, why was he doing that? Oh, because, like, his father killed himself. Uh, and he didn't. He, he, uh, the, yeah. the the yeah, golden the, cow stopped. He didn't. Um, he didn't leave. Milking, he didn't leave Nick anything milk. in his uh, in his estate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. He cut him off. Which and I want to know what happened to all the the trust fund money. Whenever the dad died, I think he, I think he like basically blew it throughout yeah, his life. Yeah, squandered it. Yeah, because yeah. I think he was like had a bunch of health problems, and yeah. then he was like retired, and then he was like he just into blew prostitutes. It on, yeah, into on prostitutes, prostitutes and doing like fake casting calls and yeah. stuff. Yeah, your money will go quick. And uh, if anyone knows that Nick does with the fake casting calls, <laughs> you, you fucking devil, <laughs> you little. Nah, just kidding. Nick's a good guy. Okay, so the ATM statement suggests that Nick was making 
unauthorized deductions. Sylvie learned that Nick was also visiting escort services, escort websites. Ship off the old block. Yep. So basically, she sent an email to Nick on December 8th, which is the day before the murder. Mm. And uh, the subject line is, fuck you. And uh, basically, very succinct. Yeah, well, it gets right to the point. I like I like Sylvie. Like, she gets right to the point. Hey, <laughs> fuck you, Nick. Yeah, she's a fucking adult. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so she says, fuck you. And, and then basically, uh, the email says, I know you've been seeing prostitutes. I know that you stole my credit card. I'm going to the police. Have fun in jail. I don't give a shit anymore. Right? So that's a day before the murder. But apparently something happened in between then. Like Nick somehow talked his way back into her life because he met her at uh, Sylvie's apartment. Mm-hmm. Well, he probably just like showed up at her place like fucked up yeah. and she felt bad like turning him away. She had like that like real maternal streak in her, you know? Like maybe she uh, or like maybe Nick pulled like a say anything and he was like outside with like a boom box. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What would he have been playing? Or um, baby got back. <laughs> <laughs> or was it love actually with the? Uh, oh, with, with the little cards. With the cards. Yeah. yeah. Or how about like? Sorry, uh, honey. Next card. I stole thirty thousand yeah. dollars. Next card. On drugs and whores. Yeah. Next card. I promise I won't drown you in a bathtub. <laughs> Next card. At the Soho house. <laughs> Yeah. Next car, do you want to go to the Soho house? (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to go to the Soho house? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, anyway, let's talk a little bit about uh, the evidence here at the murder scene. Okay. Uh, So there was some bruising on Sylvie's neck. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, Nick says that was basically rough sex. Yeah, rough sex. Yeah. He was like, hey, we just had some rough sex. Well, and, and the cops even said that it was, like, mild bruising. It wasn't, like, uh, crazy-ass it bruising. Was, yeah, it was, yeah. like, rough sex-style bruising. I've never, like, I've... Uh... Watch your words. I've possibly... Um, no, I've, well, I've definitely had consensually, uh, uh, like, choked... <laughs> your own chicken? <laughs> you know what? I think he did it. I think he did it. <laughs> of I'm course saying, he did. I, I, I'm, I'm saying that, like, with with like a consensual partner, I had mm-hmm. you know choked a, a few people with their permission, and it's and never with a safe word involved. There always. was no safe word, but like, I, it never got to the point where like I, you know, it was just like, <laughs> like yeah. But like, I never got to the point where like. It ever got bruising. Like, you need to, like, really yeah, you, choke someone to bruise somebody. Yeah, you really got to get in there. Because yeah. also, you know, <laughs> I come from a place of consensual... Choking. Choking. Yeah. On both sides. Yeah. You know, because some... Well, you know, full disclosure, sometimes I like to get choked. I like to get choked, too. It's like... auto never been choked. It's like... Really? You know, uh, just PSA, you guys... Autoerotic asphyxiation, that's something you want to do on a buddy system. Exactly. Right? That's something you want to do on a buddy system. You don't want to pull a David Carradine, right? <laughs> right when your fucking film career is going to take off. You don't want to be found in, in a closet in a nighty. 
You know? In, in, in Bangkok. Yeah, in Bangkok. You know, I, I don't want my father to walk into like a world's greatest dad situation. <laughs> <laughs> but that was such a beautiful scene. <laughs> don't leave me now. You're already dead. <laughs> oh, man. And, oh, man. Robin Williams' performance in that movie? Holy oh, amazing. shit. Sometimes I'd like to think that Robin Williams in that movie was was he was playing uh the person that was in Mrs. Doubtfire. So it was like Mrs. Doubtfire playing the guy who played the dude <laughs> in World's Greatest I Dad. What the fuck y'all are talking about? Uh, oh, you never seen World's Greatest Dad? Negative. It's like one of the best dark comedies of all time. The best. Yeah, it's I would say it's the best. best. It's, it's, it's in my top ten of favorite movies, period. Like better it, than The Big Lebowski? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying it's better than Big Lebowski overall as a movie. Mm. What I'm saying... Well, I, I would say it all is. Right, well, you could say that. I'm not saying that. <laughs> as a dark comedy, I'm saying it's the best I've ever seen. And I also feel like it's the best of Robin Williams' performances. Oh my god, yeah, because his range in that is amazing. Yeah. We could talk about that for an hour. But... We Let's could. get back to the case. But that has nothing to do with uh, <laughs> uh, people in love murdering each other. <laughs> Alright, so, it was bruising on Sylvie's neck. Basically, the prosecution said that, um, you know, Nick strangled her. Nick says it was rough sex. Uh, friends say that Sylvia was fed up with Nick. Sylvia. Yeah. <clears throat> with a childish behavior, he was drunk, he smoked pot... She even had a list of uh, things she wanted him to do. Oh, yes. shit. Can you read the list, Jack? Yes. I got it right here. Jack Jack made a list. Sylvie made a list. Jack copied Sylvie's list. That's exactly what I did. Um, she had things on the list, including um, he needed to get a job. He needed to wake up and be out of bed by 10. He needed to stop smoking pot so much. Clean the bathroom. No random drinking or drug use. Harsh. Is it all drinking and drug use random? I mean, you think unless about it? it's like premeditated. Nick's birthday. Let's all go get shit faced. Yeah, and do blow I, at the Soho House. Yeah, I missed the blow at the Soho House on my yeah. birthday. Um, oh, I was talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, and by blow at the Soho House, do you mean medieval times? Because yes. that's where we spent Nick's birthday. Yeah, <laughs> rooting for the White Knight. And oh, we won. Yeah. Was, um, it, was it the White Knight? Uh, it was the Green Knight. It was a Green yeah, Knight. And that was like yeah. a couple years ago. But... I don't even Wait, think there is a White Knight. Wait, y'all went to Medieval Times for your birthday? Yeah. Oh, shit. I, yeah. That's I don't awesome. even think there is a White Knight. Right? I, I think there it's is. Too I think much like of a, the White Knight Are you like, sure? I think it's too much of like a racially no, yeah, like charged a KKK name thing. thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah it, it was the Green Knight when we yeah. went there for my birthday and then they took Ben Ben for his birthday like the next year. Oh, who's who's like three? Yeah. So thirty and three. <laughs> right. But um, a couple other things on the list: no yeah. wee wee pads in the garbage. Which, by the way, I beg to question: where are you supposed to put them? In if... the toilet. In the what? toilet. No, 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 no. That's I gonna agree clog, with that. That's gonna clog up your toilet. What wee wee pads? Yeah. yeah, like the dog wee wee pads. That is gonna. Also, clog why up. don't you just fucking walk your dogs? Why would you want your dogs to fucking piss in the apartment? Well, because they're rich. And she has a bunch of dogs, and she works. So you say that rich people fucking sit around their apartments with like soaked wee wee pads? No, they throw them in the garbage. 
I didn't Again, even... I'm, above I'm, my pay grade. I don't have a, uh, a wiener dog in this fight because <laughs> essentially I don't know what wee-wee pets are. I thought he was just, for whatever reason, like maybe he was pissing and he was like, you know, um, dabbing the end of his dick. No, no, no. Wee-wee pads are like giant like maxi pads that are like one foot by like two feet. For your dogs? For your dog so they can pee inside. It's interesting. So why wouldn't you throw those in the trash? Because they smell like piss. Well, you take the trash out after that. You know what? You don't, you don't know Sylvie's life. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Sylvie had a You're whole a different fucking system. Expert. Maybe Sylvie had like an outdoor balcony with a whole thing. Where, like, <laughs> or a like, trash chute. Yeah, Throw it down the fucking trash chute. Yeah. Or a, sure. or, or a dum-dum elevator. Also, another thing on the list. Which I think um, it's a thing. Uh, uh, dumb waiter. Dumb waiter, yes. Um, after intimacy... She wanted him to say sweet things to her. Which is fair. Oh, totally fair. In fact, why wouldn't you do that? Yeah, I mean, that is a fucking dick move on his part. Yeah. No, but but why would she need to make a list of these things to do? He was obviously a fucking psycho person. Because they had crazy chemistry. They did have... What do you think she meant by crazy chemistry? When uh, she described... I they just got along really well. They got along really well, had a lot of you know, fun. Um, you know, I, I bet their intimacy was like really good, with the exception of the, uh, the choking and the rough sex. You know, the, oh. you know the thing about like life is like humanity and like the life we live can just feel so low, and it can be such bullshit sometimes that when your soul connects with another person's soul and you guys intermingle, you just don't want to give that up, and that's what intimacy is. And it's like when you find that sometimes that's really really rare. So it's like. He, she was looking to overlook some of those flaws just to get back to that place where their souls connected, right? Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I absolutely agree with that ideology, you know? Yeah, yeah, because I've made some very dumb decisions over love. Oh, me too, yeah. So, so it's like, <laughs> you know, the thing was, is like Sylvie and Nick, they saw something in each other's souls and their souls interconnected in a way where they just couldn't let go and nick also wanted porn sex ah yes the porn sex the porn sex what is porn sex let's uh so, so, so she this, licks the balls wait wait, wait. We, we all have our own different um definition of what porn sex is but basically what happened was sylvie wrote a text message to one of her friends mm-hmm <clears throat> One of the things she said to one of her friends was, he wants porn sex, exclamation mark. Was there anything else to that message? Uh, I mean, there was some other stuff, but that was the bullet point. Anyway, she, she was upset that he wanted porn sex. So, the question is, what is porn sex? I mean, like, in general, like, any sex could be porn sex. Um, but, you know, in... Like Bukaki? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is porn sex? Well, yeah, I mean, that would definitely so, qualify as so porn like sex. The, you know? Like, the porn sex is based on where you finish? Is what you're saying? No, like not necessarily. No. I yeah, I think um, not just where you finish, but it's also like what you do to get to the finish line. Like, do you uh, also involve like se- several other people? And like toys and which, which all that stuff is cool. Yeah, you know, it's right? fun. Yeah. yeah, I can get down with all that. Yeah, porn um, sex. Porn sex. I mean, that's I don't a know. loose title. 
Maybe she maybe, was a little square. Maybe Nick wanted her to come up with some type of like one-liner after he came. So <laughs> so Nick would come and then she would be like, "You really know how to shoot him now, cowboy." Like, you know, something like that. <laughs> Torpedoes go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> battleship right. down battleship down oh right, yeah it's like oh man i'm just so sick of these star wars <laughs> i just can't wait till we get out of africa <laughs> i'm sorry man you really uh got me in the eye all right that didn't work so well uh well anyways uh yeah so i think we covered the notes and everything like that Let's uh, hit the trial real quick Wait. and wrap it up. Yep. Oh, no, we didn't hit the... The, the, the main notes, okay. The main, the main part, all right. Okay. A couple other things that happened. December 5th, Sylvia wrote to Nick, I am so in love with you. So mm. that's four days before they went to the Soho house. There was photos of Nick's hands, and on his knuckles there was like red irritation. It looked like they were kind of bruised, semi, semi-bruised. Mm-hmm. There was a note to Sylvia from Nick apologizing for using prostitutes. Here's the most damning piece of evidence. Wait, can I talk about this note for a second? Yes. Like, and we'll put this on the website, but like when you look at the picture of the note, like every line that's written justification on the left side, like scoots over a letter. So it does kind of like a diagonal thing. Yeah. Which is like real weird and kind of sociopathic. Isn't Isn't that sociopathic? Who the fuck writes like that? Yeah, but what? The, what? Why does that make it a, a sociopath thing? Why would you do that? It doesn't mean it, he's not a void of emotion. He just writes fucking weird. Yeah, but it, it's clearly intentional. Yeah, but it doesn't have anything to do with violence or not caring with anybody. It's just a weird way to let, write a letter. Look, neither one of y'all are registered therapists. <laughs> <laughs> but we've already established that. But I will say this. Now that you mention it, didn't when he wrote his statement to the police, it do the same thing? Yeah. Where it like slanted. So it was a, like a pattern in I guess that's Nick's the way that Yeah, I guess that's the way that Nick Brooks wrote anything. Yeah. Maybe he yeah, was also but, so busy well, getting yeah, fucked yeah. up in school that he never learned how to write a paragraph. It's not that. It's like a conscious thing. So like yeah. imagine if you will like, you know, you're on a sheet of like notebook paper. You write a line, and then the next line starts like an inch towards the right. So yeah, no, I know what shot. I saw it. Yeah, it, it's weird. It's weird, but it had nothing to do with him being a sociopath. When you don't like someone, <laughs> you just uh, essentially think they're a sociopath. If you didn't like a person making pizza, he's like he makes pizzas all day. He's a sociopath. That guy fucking you know has no emotions. He just puts sauce on dough. And then he puts it in an oven. The guy's a fucking sociopath. <laughs> I mean, it's a fucked up way to write, but it doesn't mean anything. All right, agree to disagree. Uh, okay, well, you explain to me how him writing diagonally well, translate to him having absolutely no emotion. Uh, it's just a really thought out way to write a note. And it's unnecessary. Like he, he So he didn't... You didn't do it. You, you didn't explain why that means he has no emotion. 
Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, it, it's just like, he thought so much about that formatting and like the reason why he chose to do that is just like fucking weird. And why would you do that? Still doesn't mean he's a sociopath. Okay. It just means he writes weird. That's all it means. You know, if someone writes in like bubble letters. Yeah, but they say that you can tell a lot about a person by the way that they write. Yeah, and I actually studied that a lot when I was in like the gifted and talented program in elementary school. So, so he, you so you he read a, somewhere that if you write slanted, it, it, it's you're not a slanted. It's in the justification to the left margin. But it doesn't mean that he. Yeah, it doesn't mean he has no emotion though. It just means he writes weird. Anyway, you're not let, putting let, two let, and two <laughs> together, but it's okay. All right. So uh, here's the most damning piece of evidence and i'm gonna get into it right now to 11 a.m on the night someone complained of water leak in the room under sylvie's uh room uh so nick left at 218 which means nick was in the room when the tub was being turned on and sylvia was in the tub or when it was overflowing when it was overflowing yes Mm mm-hmm all right. Well, what happened to uh, that dude, uh, Nicholas Brooks? Okay, so there was a trial. Yeah, one of the things I thought was weird was in the trial, the defense equated what happened to Sophie to... Uh, Sylvie. Or Syl- sorry, Sylvie to uh, Whitney Houston and how they said that they basically died the same way. They took too many drugs, hit their head, and then drowned in the tub. And I thought it was just like kind of fucked up that they uh, the defense was like throwing shots at Whitney Houston, you know? <laughs> like, well, what the easy fuck? target. The f- yeah, exactly. That's like low hanging fruit. You know what though? It's like that's, that's fucking bullshit. If you ever get accused of a murder and you're on trial, you better pray to God that your fucking defense attorney doesn't have a soul because you want to like <laughs> use every every you know you, you want him to say, oh. Uh, she took drugs, uh, just like Whitney Houston. You know, oh, this guy it's wrote slightly. That means you he's must a sociopath. Yeah. Everything, just get it all out there. It's uh, it's called um, there's actually a legal term for it. It's called uh, throwing shit at the fan, seeing what sticks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you okay. learn that, that in law school? Yeah. <laughs> is it is Latin. Yes. So all right. So here's the trial. So a couple of things I just want to point out. The judge wouldn't let Nick tell his rough sex theory, mm. which really kind of uh, that was the only defense they had. Him. Yeah, that was the only defense yeah, he had. They had to get a yeah. plan B, the fucking Whitney Houston defense. Yeah, and, and I don't know, and I don't know why. I don't know why the judge allowed, like, was able to do that to not allow him to tell the sex, rough sex thing. It's interesting. I mean, I just have no idea. How we could do that. He should have gone on the stand and defended himself. Oh, you never do that. <laughs> you never do that. You never take the stand in your own defense. Because you will get so fucked. Unless it's super obvious that you're going to get fucked. It's time to throw the shit at the wall. Oh, fucking... Hail Mary. It's the saying shit on the wall or shit on the fan. You wall. throw the shit on the wall and see what sticks. Shit hits the fan. Shit hits the fan, you but you throw shit, shit at the wall, wall to see, see what sticks. Stick. Okay. okay, all right, excellent. Um, but who does that? Who throws shit at their walls? 
Worth the Pe- People that want to see what sticks. <laughs> All right. So uh, the prosecution Interior called. Designers. Prosecution <laughs> called fifty-six witnesses. Defense called only one medical examiner, who suggested that uh, Sylvia died of too many pills. The expert also says there was no way to determine when Sylvie sustained those her injuries. So basically he's saying is like those marks on the neck don't mean anything. She could have got them anytime and it was the pills that killed her. The uh, jury was not convinced and the jury found Nick guilty of second degree murder and he was sentenced to 25 years to life. Good. Goodbye, Nick Brooks. I don't know how much... Fucking animal. Uh, leave him alone, alright? He's serving his time. He's doing alright. I don't know how much love there was in this case, though. There was a fair amount of love. I are, mean, you, I think, are you sure? I, th- I, think, <laughs> I think she loved him. He loved his daddy. He loved he the had money. He meltdown. He, he loved the money. She was cutting him off, but she loved him. There was some love there. There was some love. You know, I, I guess, I, they know. were together for like six months. There yeah. had to be something going on. I'm just going to throw this out there as a theory. Everybody that they ever were living together cut too. Nick off financially they were? ended up dead. What? His dad cuts him off financially, ends up dead. No, Sylvie that... cuts him off financially, ends up dead. No, no, no. Her, I think his dad was still paying for him no. when he died. No. no, no. He died and left him out of the will. Oh, yeah. okay. Well. Oh, that is interesting. All right. Nicholas Brooks. Nicholas Brooks. Nicholas Brooks, you know, he if you want to Nicholas ride him, Brooks. he's a uh, inmate. I don't know. I don't know where he's held. Maybe Otisville. Yeah. Or yeah. Sing Sing. Yeah. Or Otisville. Yeah. Like where Edward Norton was going to in 25th Hour. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, well, cool. Let's wrap this up. Uh, hey, uh, Jack, you got any plugs? Yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at... Man Bun Poppy, M A N B U N P A P I, or on Twitter at Real Jack White. Man Bun Poppy. Yeah, explain yeah. that a little bit. Yeah. Well, Drake is Champagne Poppy. Oh, gotcha. and I'm Man Bun Poppy. Holy shit. <laughs> I used to have a glorious man bun. <laughs> you did? Yeah. Oh, wow. Follow me on Instagram. You can uh, scroll through my. Uh... How high did it get? Oh, it was fucking. Like, how many inches did it add to your height? At least probably two. Like, if to be a rockette, you need to be between five six and five ten. Were you able to be a rockette? No, I would have been too tall. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so I'm uh, Nicholas Luna at Twitter at Nikki Luna, Instagram at Nicholas Luna, without an H. Check out our website, uh, <laughs> loveisamazing.com. Um, we're on iTunes. Uh, Love is amazing. Love um, is amazing, but lo- it's also a murder. Yeah. But it's also bullshit and uh, can't get you yeah. Did uh, Joseph Brooks write that jingle? Uh, no. Isaac Strecker did. Oh. Uh, um, oh, yeah. Uh, big shout out to Isaac Strecker uh, for the song. Big shout out to uh, Onawa Levine, our editor. We have a monthly comedy show in Jersey City uh, called What's in the Box. Yep, it's from the uh, famous line in uh, Seven. What's in the box? What's in the box? You know, and it's uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's head. 
Yeah, and so what uh, What you got, Aaron? And let's get a big closer. So, uh, yeah, I, you could find me at, like, I have an Instagram account. I think it's Aaron.Suds.Black at Instagram. All right. <laughs> uh, glad you listened. I'm, I'm glad. Glad and surprised. I'm, I would bet all the money in the world nobody makes it into this podcast. <laughs> no, no one's going to listen to all this. Are you kidding me? But anyway, uh... Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Love is amazing, but it's also bullshit. And it might also get you murdered.